Hey everyone, it's Michelle and Brayden, and this is Spooky Shit. This week we are doing something very different. We're actually kind of taking a step away from Spooky Shit, and we're talking about coming out stories. <laughs> yeah, very different. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just look it up, coming out stories, we're going to tell you guys our stories, and just see where the, the gay vibes take us. <laughs> Warning. This episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised. All right, but first... <laughs> you never do at first. I, I know, I know. You're trying to be me. <laughs> no. That threw me for a loop. Would you like to do the honors? Okay. But first, how are you? I'm shocked and confused, first of all. But other <laughs> than that, I'm good. <laughs> We're both. But first, I was like, what the fuck? This is my thing. <laughs> That's my personality at this point. It's just saying, but first. But first. I'm doing so well. Okay. First things first. Do you know the word, Robert? How do you say the word correctly? Gargantuan. Gargantuan. You know that word? Gargantuan. I never heard it. It basically is like saying big. I read it in Boon Babe, my other podcast oh. about video games. I read this word. First time I've ever read this word. I said gar garangatang, like the monkey. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. And somebody on our little like. Boon Vape Discord made a fake image of them looking up no ban please and then they wrote down dictionary garangutan. The sound made by trying to say gar gargantuan if the podcaster has never seen the word before, is suffering from a brain tumor, or is barely even trying to say words correctly anymore. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then they wrote the, the example sentence. The illiterate orangutan said this week's gains were gargangutan. <laughs> because I, I was thinking of orangutan. I thought it was pronounced the same. I don't know. Damn. They roasted you. They, yeah, I got roasted real bad, real bad. But I wanted to share that. I don't know how to pronounce words, guys. Me neither. Gargangutan is definitely not it, though. <laughs> gargangutan. Gargangutan. It's gargantuan. It's spelled weird. It's spelled like orangutan. And I stick by that. But, yeah, I've been really good. Streams have been fucking popping off. I've been streaming for, like, eight hours the past few days, so that's nice. It makes me feel less guilty about the fact that I haven't been doing any Instacart. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, well, technically I worked, like, full time, even if I didn't make any money at all. So, logically. True. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think I said it last week but we're doing like a sponsorship for a food prep or prepared food that's delivered to you and mm. i need to message you about that because i'm gonna make you order it because if you order i get monies only yeah. three people have ordered myself my stepmom and my dad and my stepmom ordered for my dad so technically only two people <laughs> have ordered Damn. i called my mom yesterday to pressure her into it she rejected my call and didn't answer my text when i said that's what i was calling about <laughs> <laughs> so mom if you're listening order from it i'm very broke the situation is pretty dire uh but yeah i have been having a good time though <laughs> that's good 
Yeah, the streams have been like so sick lately. Like the other day, our average over eight hours was 54 people, which is that's like really good. Twice as much as our more than twice as much of our average just like a week ago. It's nutty. People are being very nice. You, you're popping. I am popping. And it's super sick because no one will understand the significance of this unless you play old school RuneScape. But I got a pet of this one monster and pets are like the one of the more like rare things you can get in the game. So it's fucking hype. There's this like YouTuber who like does highlights of RuneScape stuff. And uh, I shared my clip with him and he put it in his video, which gets like thousands and thousands of views. So I was like, ooh, and put that it was Boon Vape. So hopefully people will see that. I mean, someone actually recognized... Or someone saw my name in game because my name's like TTV Boon Babe. And they're like, oh, what do you like? What kind of content do you uh, stream? And I was telling them and I mentioned I got the Skodos pet. That's you. OK, you don't know. It's just the pet of what I got. That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, I saw you in that video. And I was like, oh, shit. OK. <laughs> so that's cool. I'm enjoying gaming as a career. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. You should like your career. <laughs> yeah that would be nice if i could <laughs> first gotta start making money but you know this is a step in the right direction yeah you'll get there oh and less good news i went to the dentist yesterday and they were like yo you need your wisdom teeth out and i'm like yeah i know because my teeth are crowded now because my wisdom teeth are pushing all my lower teeth together but that's four hundred dollars to get them removed and the place I was going to get the movie for, I called the place and they were like, we're going to call you. And then they never called me. So now <laughs> I like, I also don't want to go there because there used to be like a dental assistant there who was arrested for sexually assaulting patient, a patient while they were Probably. unconscious. Okay. So I don't really want to particularly go there anyway. I mean, I know now they're, that's super unlikely to happen there again, right? Like what would be the chances that two predators are working at this dentist's office? But still... I mean, yeah, so I think it's a slim chance unless yeah. it's just a really bad place and they don't, I guess, care. Yeah. Why. I mean, they definitely fired the dude and he, like, went to jail and shit, but still. Yeah. Sketchy. Uh, and then, so they said I need that. They're like, oh, you'll probably need Invisalign sometime, too, which is thousands of dollars. Because I guess my teeth are just, like, very crooked on the bottom. And... I thought it that Invisalign was just for appearances, but apparently can make it like easier to clean your teeth if they're not crowded together so you won't get cavities. And then they were like, oh, you have some tooth decay on this tooth. It already has a filling, so we think you should get a crown. A crown's $900. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, they want me to get in the next few months, and I was like, we'll see. That's why I texted you yesterday saying, hey, do you know anyone who's gone to Mexico for dental work? <laughs> I actually went, now that I'm remembering, I went, like, it's actually, like, down the street right here from my house. Hmm. And I got all four wisdom teeth taken out, and I believe it was only, like, 300 Really? Yeah. I might have to hit you up about that later. And I've also done, like, my braces, but I haven't, not in TJ, like, I've gone to Ensenada, like where my mom's from and they actually like no dentists there and stuff it's not it's just farther though yeah it is um i'm pretty sure there. i'm pretty <laughs> sure some people have gone to tj i just have to ask 
Yeah, I think I had like old coworkers whenever I worked retail, but that was like years ago, and I don't want to reach out to these people I haven't spoken to in years just to be like, so where'd you go? <laughs> I mean, I also heard from one of my educators. He used to be a dental hygienist. Oh. And he used to work near a reservation. Okay. Um, Where's that? Near a reservation or yeah. just reservation? Oh, okay. I was like, is reservation like a town? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just misunderstood. Um, I don't remember where, but he says that they're like they're more lenient, I guess, because they actually care about the clients. They're not looking to get like the most money. That's nice. Which is, okay. which is like the opposite of other places. They're just yeah, ridiculously charging. I know. I like my place, but throughout that entire appointment, they basically suggested I spend thousands of dollars on my teeth and do multiple things, and I was like, what the fuck? I know. Okay, I'm super scared to go to the dentist because I know my teeth are, like, really bad. Yeah, I know. You'd rather I just know. live in ignorance like me? Yes. Like, I know <laughs> my teeth are kind of yellow. I have a lot of plaque. Mm-hmm. Just I have floss. some cavities. I oh, know. no. That's They're a- not that bad, though. That's good. Yeah, I haven't had a cavity since I started flossing when I was like, I don't know, probably like 13. I didn't floss before then. I was nasty. And literally, I stopped getting cavities when I started flossing. It was weird. But now I'm having a little bit. And I think it's because my wisdom teeth have pushed my teeth together again. So that's cool. But I was looking it up and there's like, when we say TJ, by the way, this is Tijuana in Mexico, where I literally am like 20 miles away from Mexico. So this would be easy, like a day trip. (laughs) But I was looking it up and they have like some dentist offices that is literally for people from like the U.S. to go to. They have a car meet you at the border that will go and take you to the dentist, then drop you back off after if you don't want to like hang out in TJ either. That's cool. I thought it was pretty cool. So I was looking into that place. They have really good reviews. Found out that medical tourism is a thing. It's funny because it's basically like just going to another country for medical stuff. And it started out like from countries who don't offer services, like they'd go somewhere else. And now it's just mostly people in the U.S. who are charged a fuck ton for surgeries and stuff. They're like, I'm just going to go to Canada or Mexico. Like, fuck this. Uh-huh. It's That's so low-key me there. for top surgery. I'm thinking about going to Mexico. Yeah, it is cheaper. And... Everyone like makes it sound sketchy. I'm like, there's still doctors. Yeah, I <laughs> they still went they to medical school. school. <laughs> like, I think it's so dumb that they think like that. It's like, dude, they literally like went to school and got degrees too. Just because, like just because it's cheaper, but it comes off definitely like, like a, racist. Just because it's in a different language, like they still learn the same shit. I know they just have different words for it. I see. It's dumb. It's just kind of yeah. like that. I don't want to say racism, but yes. No, I think it, I don't think that people purposely mean like that, but I think it could subconsciously be that for sure. Cause I'm like, why do you think like Mexico would be a worse place for me to get a crown on top of my tooth? It's not like, it's not that hard, I'm sure. Well, I think even it, if it was hard, they're <laughs> dentists. <laughs> I think it just comes back to people hear about those stories where like, you know, you go the cheaper route and you get botched. Yeah. This but. is more going the cheaper route just because, in general, we are charged way more than we need to be here. Uh, Yeah. 
and naturally i was like looking at the prices if i was getting it done in like the netherlands and it's cheaper as well it's similar to mexico's prices (laughs) i was like huh someday if i need oral surgery in the future perhaps i'll live there but anyway how have you been i've been good a lot has happened since we've last talked oh yes you went to mexico i did so how was it it was it was a lot of fun. I'm really glad Good. I went. But yeah, we basically left. When was it? Friday. Thursday, because you left like right after we recorded, last second. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I will always remember. Um. Oh yeah. Well, actually, after we finished recording, one of my aunts actually like called my wife because I think she thought I was at school. But oh. I had uh, school on Zoom that day. Nice. And yeah, she called my wife and basically her car broke down and she was like, oh, can you like go get this piece and like bring it to us or this part? Yeah. Uh, like auto shop. And yeah, I like went with her and everything and we went because they were like over by like kind of Valley Center. So they were okay. kind of close to us. That's like North County, San Diego. Y'all don't live yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I, I, me too. I'm just like TJ and I'm like, sorry, Tijuana, Mexico. <laughs> I need to be more specific. We act like you guys have a fucking map of San Diego pulled up. <laughs> True. But yeah, so we ended up going to her and they like changed the part and everything. And it that wasn't it. And Oh, it was the wrong part? I mean, we got the right part, but I guess that wasn't what was wrong. It was something oh, else. Oh, shit. And it was funny because one of my uncle's, like, buddies, like, drove by. And he, I guess he owns a tow truck. And he, oh. like, ended up calling him on, like, Facebook Messenger and was like, oh, I saw, like, a Jeep that's just like yours. And then he was like, oh, it, like, it's me. And then he's like, oh, shit. So he ended up coming back and towing my uncle's car. And that's nice. Yeah, and it was already like close to four, and I was like, "Oh shit, I need to go home and pack." Because you know me you doing everything, packed. I had not packed yet, and it was already like oh, four, almost four. And my mom was like almost out of work. I was like, "Shit, I gotta go." Oh my god! And yeah, we ended up leaving them to deal with it, and I came home and like packed, and even took a shower because my mom was taking her time too. Oh well, that's good that she wasn't in a rush. Yeah. But yeah, we ended up leaving around, I think, 6. We got to Ensenada and like 8, 8.30-ish. Wasn't that bad. And first thing we did was eat some tacos. Hell yes. What kind? Which was delicious. Adobada. I don't even know what that is. It's a marinated pork. Ooh, okay. Fancy. But, oh my god, there's... I've... Oof. Oof. Just oof. <laughs> In a good way, though. In a good way. I just love the freaking tacos over there. Nice. Yeah, and then Friday, got up, ate breakfast, and then basically prepared to go camp for the night because Baja was the next morning on Saturday. Oh, you guys are going camping? Yeah. We. Nice. Literally, like, we're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I did not know that. That's interesting. Sounds fun, though. Um, but yeah, Abaja, the Baja races have been like a big part of my family since like forever. Because back in the day, where my grandma's like house is, back in the day, they used to actually like drive by the bottom of like where my grandma lives, like down the hill. 
Oh, the race would go race. right next to her house? Not, like, right next to her house, but, like, it's changed a lot since, like, I was little. But basically, mm-hmm. my grandma lives, like, on this hill. Okay. And at the bottom of the hill, it used to be, like, just dirt, like, sometimes you see, like, cows and horses, but it was, like, literally yeah. just dirt, like, just big-ass, like, almost, nothing. like, desert-looking, like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it just wasn't a very busy, like, it still really isn't, like, a busy area, like, no one's really down there. Okay. But, yeah, it was just dirt, basically. Even, like, the road was dirt. Now it's all cement and, like, more modernized, and there's actually, like, apartments now, kind of, like, at the oh, bottom. okay. But yeah, back in the day, my mom was telling me that growing up, like when it was all dirt, like um, they would see like the trophy trucks like race by at the bottom. So like they kind of get so got cool. to watch it. I mean, you don't have to pay to watch it, but like <laughs> they get watched I mean? it from not being in like in a crowded area. With a bunch yeah, of yeah, people. <laughs> exactly. Um. So and then it's just always been a big thing with my like uncles, and it's a big thing in Ensenada, like it's, mm-hmm. well in Baja, basically. That's um, sick. So yeah, I mean, growing up, I we used to go all the time, like every whenever it happened, we used to go. Yeah, we basically stopped going because the last time we went, we witnessed like a really bad accident. Oh. Um. Honestly, actually, it wasn't that bad, but just after that, my mom kind of got scared and didn't really want to go anymore. But Was basically, it a driver. We, yeah. So basically, what had happened. We were we got like a good spot where basically there was this ramp, yeah. and so you you get to like get them see like them get air and stuff, which is like awesome and really <laughs> entertaining. And um, basically what happened was they like you know went on the ramp, and when they landed they like had turned their wheels, and so they like hit the fence, which is basically it's just sticks wrapped in barbed wire. And they like went through the fence and like kind it kind of cut some people that we were actually with. They were like family friends, mm-hmm. but yeah, I remember like seeing seeing it all happen and like two guys got like pretty badly hurt. Like one of them got barbed wire. Like he like cut his like um, abdomen. Mm-hmm. Not like his guts were spilling, but I mean like yeah, he had like still. a huge like gash on his stomach. Ew. And then the other guy, I think he was just like really like bruised. Fuck, and those are people just watching it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's scary. And then I think I even like, my in cousin. The back. <laughs> yeah, I think even one of my cousins got like hurt by a stick, and like Aww. his leg was all like bruised. That's scary. Yeah, Maybe it is. Died. Yeah, I mean, people have died. What? Just because some people get really close, and they're dumb, and they like cross the little trail. Oh no, that's scary. Yeah, yeah so. That was kind of like the last time that we went. I don't remember when it was. It was. It had been a long ass time, but yeah, we basically went and we found the spot, and it was kind of a whack spot because we weren't near no ramp, so it wasn't as exciting. But it was just Probably nice. Safer. <laughs> it was safer, and we were kind of like far because there's like that main road where they like pass by, and we kind of mm-hmm. like were, I don't know, we were a good distance far like away. I I don't know my miles or anything like that. That's okay. <laughs> Pretty well, far. 
Yeah, we were pretty far, but we could like see clearly because where we were, like there was no bushes in front of us or none of that. Okay, nice. So we had like a perfect spot, and yeah, we basically set up camp and just hung out. Everyone was drinking. I even had a few shots. Because <laughs> my grandma actually had this like huge ass bottle of tequila, and she told <laughs> my uncle and was like, "Hey, take this this bottle." And she's like, bring it back to me, but empty. What? Wait, your grandma said this? <laughs> yeah, my grandma. What a baller. I mean, to be fair, it only had like maybe a quarter left. But still, That's she was still like. a decent amount. Yeah, it was a pretty good amount. And yeah, we ended up, everyone, my uncle was just going around with a shot glass and lemon and was like, here, take a shot. And like everyone oh took shots. Oh my god. But yeah, we were basically just hanging out, vibing, singing, dancing. Nice. And then we went to bed, and then the motorcycles are the first to pass by. And it, they fucking started at like 6 in the morning, but oh. we were we were too tired. Like, none of us got up to watch the motorcycles. Yeah, fuck that. That is way too early. <laughs> so I, like, kind of woke up, and because it got really cold that night, like, really cold. Oh, yeah, and I can so imagine. I ended up getting up and just putting clothes on, and then I fell asleep again. <laughs> And then I finally woke up just because I was like, I was very uncomfortable. Because it was you funny. You can't sleep much camping. True, especially when you sleep on the floor. Um, that it's is funny not the because, most comfortable. Yeah, not at all. But it was funny because we had a tent that would like fit, I think, eight to ten people. And we had like this one like uh, trifold mm-hmm. little like twin mattress. And then my aunt brought, like, these two, they're a little bigger than a twin. Um, like, two people could fit on it, and they're, like, roll-up ones. And then we had, like, a twin air mattress. And basically, okay. we, we made it all fit, like, all these beds, except this one little, like, spot where one person fits. And you. me. That's yep. where I ended up. I was like, are you serious out of like all the spas? And I ended up on the goddamn floor. That sucks so bad. Holy shit. And it was Someone just had so... to be on the floor. So it had to be me, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I even put down like a bunch of like thick ass blankets that we had, but it didn't help. That sucks so bad. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just kind of really like tired. But yeah, yeah, the next day I like got up and then we finally like saw it, like the race cars. And low-key, where we were, it was just kind of boring because we would just see them, like, drive by really fast. Mm-hmm. But it was cool just to spend time with my family, and I feel like I got a little closer to, like, some of my cousins just because, like, we had some, like, pretty deep talks. Oh, nice. Um, Camping out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah and just, like, because they actually, like, we, like, took a hike up this, like, mountain Ooh. across, like, our campground because... Where we were, like, I actually got service. It's like, it would come and go. So I had decided to climb that mountain, and I was like, let's just go see. Like, you know, let's go see the view and stuff. And I actually took some pretty good pictures. And, yeah, while I was up there, I actually got, like, full service. And I, like, called Alaris and was just like, you know, like, you know, just like, hey. Because I I had told her, like, I'm going to go to a campground, and the service sucks. So, like. Basically, don't probably expect won't talk me. To her. Yeah, I was like, I probably won't talk to you until like I go back to my grandma's house, and she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, basically on our way back down, we started talking because 
yeah, they were just kind of opening up to me and just basically saying how much they admire me for, like, coming out. Um, and I'm like, stop. <laughs> That's cute. It's very appropriate it cute. this week, too. <laughs> yeah, and especially because, like, I'm actually super close to their mom. Their mom is, mm-hmm. like, my second mom. Like, she basically helped raise me. Um, she's always, like, been there. And her husband, my uncle, was, he's literally, like, my dad. Like, yeah, he's the only consistent, like, father figure that I've had in my life. And That's cute. Yeah, when I was younger, I used to call him dad, and then I kind of, like, grew out of it. But now that I'm older, I, like, realize, you know, you know, he basically is my dad. So, I like, I don't know if I can call him dad again, but I definitely, like, do appreciate him and, like, want to show him that. Like, I, I'm planning on giving him a Father's Day gift. That's super cute. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm, like, always been pretty close with my cousins for that reason because I like used to spend a lot of summers with my aunt and she would like take care of us and I mean they're I just see them as like my little like siblings I was gonna say yeah they're basically your siblings yeah they're basically my siblings and I like you know we're all pretty close oh but I forgot to mention that was it yeah it was that same day in the morning when we had or was it was around maybe four when we got to the campground and like found our spot and my aunt that lives in Mexico. Well, cause like I, everyone knows that I'm trans. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm guessing, you know, on my Facebook cause I'm friends with a lot of my family from Mexico mm-hmm. in there. So I'm assuming that's how they know. And they, they talk to it to each other amongst themselves. But basically my aunt, everyone was like out of the van, my, my other aunt's van and we were kind of in there, and my mom was right next to me, and she basically was like, hey, uh, what are you doing, like, or what's, like, what's going on with your voice, and how how are you making your voice deeper, basically, and I was like, oh, like, I'm taking hormones, and then I, like, asked my mom, I was like, how do you say it, and she was like, oh, like, she she said it in Spanish, I forgot how you say it, but it's, how, it's t- testosterone, Yeah. but, I mean, she just said it, like, I already forgot how to say it, but it literally sounds the same. but yeah i basically told her you know that i i take testosterone she was like okay and then she got kind of like serious and she was like can i ask you a question but like don't get mad at me and then i was like okay when she said this all in spanish yeah and she was like okay but like you're not gonna get mad at me and i was like well I don't know. That depends it, like, on the question. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it depends. I was like, just ask me, you know? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then she basically asked me, and she was like, so I've kind of had this doubt. And she was like, are you doing this, like, for you? Or are you doing it, like, for Alaris? And I was like... Oh, so you guys could be, like, straight passing is what she was saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, no, definitely not. I was That'd be like, quite a commitment to make <laughs> right? for someone else. I was like, definitely not. I was like, I'm doing this for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, honestly, I was straight up with her. I was like, honestly, like Thea, like I'm straight up doing this for me. No one else. I was. I told her the truth. I was like, honestly, I was like suffering. I um to the point that I like didn't want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. And then she was kind of like, oh, shit. Like, I guess she didn't realize 
how serious it is. How, yeah, how serious <laughs> it is. And she mm-hmm. was like, okay, like, that's that's good, you know? Yeah. And she was like, I still love you. And she, like, gave me a hug and everything. But, yeah, it was kind of like, what the fuck? And then I ended up getting out of the car and talking to my other aunt, the one that's, like, my second mom. Mm-hmm. And I, like, told her. I was like, because I was just kind of shook that, like, you know, she really, like, thought that I would, like, do this for someone else. Like, <laughs> Which I is remember, like I love my wife, but like but that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I and I told her that because she was like, "Oh, like I thought she liked like men," and I was like, "Well, she likes both." And then she was when like, "Alaris ever even said she was straight previously either?" <laughs> I don't think she ever did. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, and she was just saying like, you know, what if like she doesn't like you afterwards or like then you'll get you know, divorced shit yeah that's what i said and I, I literally told her that i was like well then okay bye i yeah. was like uh, i would hate to see her leave but like i'm doing this for me like regardless of how she feels like yeah okay then bye it's gonna hurt but like it's not gonna you change have to live for you stop. not for someone else yeah exactly but I ended up, like, t- uh, telling my aunt, and I was like, Thea, like, my other Thea just told me this. And she was kind of like, well, and then she just kind of explained to me. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. She was like, because my aunt has been very unhappy in her marriage for a long time. Because mm-hmm. um, he's an alcoholic, and he's an asshole, basically. <laughs> and basically, when how my aunt explained to me was like, well, unfortunately, she's just very old school and i guess in her marriage she always did things for him to try yeah, to make him happy yeah it's hard for her happy. to believe that yeah she should live for herself and that other people would do that yes basically yeah. and that's basically how my aunt explained it to me and i was like oh that actually like makes a lot of sense and i'm glad she like asked me in a way you know to clear that up so yeah. she knows, like, I'm doing this for me. Like, So she wasn't, like, telling other people, like, oh, you know that Hilarious requested this. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I remember I came home and told Hilarious, and she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Don't put that on her. <laughs> <laughs> I know, she was like, that what? And I was like, no. well, you know. But I guess you that's know, part of, you know, the first step is having those, like, tough conversations because, like... You know, like for her to learn more because she she didn't know, you know. Yeah. She just kind of assumed and was like doubting it that I was doing it for me, just kind of like trying to please oh my God. wife. Do you ever get tired of having to answer people's questions and explain stuff though? I don't. Really, that's good. Like at school, I mean, I'll talk about it in a bit. But yeah, basically that whole weekend, I was getting called like. My birth name, Brayden, and Milo, and he, and she. It was like well, whole just all mixture. over the place. Yeah, it was just all over the place. board of names. <laughs> yeah, because uh, one of my uncles, um, like they all know, and he was like, he would say she, and then be like, oh, sorry, she. I mean, he, and like they, they were just all like, you know, they were trying, which at I at least they caught themselves. Yeah, but I hate. There's one thing that a lot of people tell me, which is kind of like. I'm like it's kind of like a backhanded compliment or like okay but basically like my aunt that had asked me that question she had said something like oh I'll always love you like daughter and I was like well I'm a I'm a boy now 
And then she was like, oh, Always okay. been like, one. She just didn't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, I'm a, you're always going to be like my little like princess, no. basically. No, that's not. No. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, Everyone says that to me, though. And I'm like, ah, that kind of like not. But I, I just turned it into a joke. Here and you're going right over it. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up just turning it into the joke. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll still be your princess, but with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> And then that made her laugh. And I know she did. They don't mean it like that. Like, I totally understand what they mean by that. But it just kind of, like, sucks. Because it's, like, really? It's um, funny because that would be the perfect response if you were just, like, coming out as a lesbian or something. And you were, like, a cis female or, like, a trans woman. But in this situation, you're, like, no, bitch. I'm not the princess here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just I understand where they're coming from. They just... You know, for all my life, they've seen me this way, the certain way. You know, I've always been, like, I always was to them, like, this cute little girl. Um, So it's, I, I could see how that's hard for them to change that. Which sure is why. In a couple of years, they'll probably be I think so. used to it. And I'm sure it will help once I pass more. Because then it's like. If you fuck it up in front of people that don't know, they're going to be like, the fuck? Like, he has a full-grown beard. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a grown-ass man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think will help them more once that happens. But Yeah. I mean, I definitely, like, don't take it personal when they, like, fuck up my pronouns. Just yeah. because I know, like, I could see... And I appreciate, like, how accepting they are. Like, yeah, they're, like, fucking up. And I know they're not doing it disrespectfully, like, messing up my pronouns. I know they're... I can see that they're trying. They're making an effort. Yeah, they're making an effort. And the fact that, like, you know, they're accepting me is, like... It's, it's like, freaking shocking to me. I was literally talking to my, my cousins about that. We were talking about that. Just, like, we went into a whole deep talk about it and just how we were... Like, they were shocked, too. Like, the fact that everyone's, like, so accepting and, like, I don't know. Like, it's just so shocking. Just because we know how they are. Like, they're just so old school and, like, machista and just very traditional. That It's just so shocking. But now so that you shocking. came out, they're going to have to either accept it or not be in your life. So they just have to, like, grow up and accept it. <laughs> I think so. And I think it helps, like, you know, that. In the world, um, there's more information about it, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm -hmm. not, like, they can look up videos and, like, learn more, or Google, and I think that's awesome for them to learn more and, like, see more, basically, and not be so close-minded in a way. Yeah, yeah. uninformed. Because that's part of the problem, is, like, not being informed, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just a really good weekend overall. I definitely feel like a lot closer to my cousins. Nice. Um, I had a lot of fun. And yeah, we came home on Sunday. I think it was like late morning. Okay, it's Friday right now. Yeah, it's Friday. And then, yeah, basically had to get back into my schedule. And on Wednesday, actually... Mila graduated or promoted from fifth grade. My little sister. Oh, your little sister? Cute. Mm -hmm. So that was like bittersweet because now she's going to be in middle school. A little baby. My little baby is growing. 
But yeah, so that was kind of like, oh shit, you know. And then I like realized that I've graduated like seven years ago, which was another like, oh fuck. (laughs) I graduated like nine years ago. I did graduate a year early in my defense. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's weird. Whenever I first left high school, like so many, so many times I'd like reference things in my life. I'd be like, oh, it was this many years before high school or this many years after high school. And now like, at a certain point a few years ago, I was like, high school is so short. Like, why do I base anything compared to how high school is? <laughs> You're not there very long. <laughs> yeah, it's only four years. Um, but yeah, and then at school, since it's Pride Month, we've actually, like, planned, like, spirit days, basically. Oh, yeah, you told me about the spirit days. Yeah. Have you done them yet? Yeah, we, today was bisexual day. Hey, um, is that why you decided to record with me? <laughs> you're like gotta record the best buy in the world well i guess the hilarious could be best second I'm wearing, best I'm i know his shirt his shirt says we are all human with like all the little pride flags yeah the h has the asexual flag the u has bisexual Bye. the m has the rainbow the a has transgender and the n has pansexual hell yeah but it was funny or not funny but <laughs> on wednesday because i'm part of student council and mm-hmm. on Wednesday is when we kind of have like our, we call it a huddle, but it's basically like our morning meeting where we talk about, like I've talked about it before, just like school stuff. And yeah, that's like when, what's going on. Yeah. And during student council, like I was supposed, I made slides and everything and I was supposed to basically present and talk about like these. Oh different, yeah. You said um, that. Mm-hmm. But that was actually Mila's promotion was in the morning. While, uh, so I ended up like not doing it. And I got told afterwards that they were like left all confused. <laughs> did no one do it? No, I mean, they did it. But they were, I guess, because they were like asking her like um, the presenter. They were like, what's this? And she's like, I'm gonna be I don't honest. know. I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she like called me out and was basically like this person was supposed to do it, but they ain't here. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, actually, like today, like only a few people like dressed up, and when these this girl basically like asked me what all these flags on my shirts were, and I was like basically explaining it, and we talked about it, and yeah, basically I like, t- went down by the letters and the flags and like explained all of them, and then she was like, "Damn, like, you know, like, first of all, like she thanked me for like." you know, uh, explaining it to her. Yeah, educating her on it. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's part of, like, I think what needs to happen is a lot of people are, like, not educated. Like, she had no idea what transgender meant. Like, really? And I was like, well, actually, I was like, transgender, um, that's me. It's me. (laughs) And I basically explained to her what it was, and I was like, basically, I was born in the wrong body, to put it... Yeah simply the v- most like, simple way of putting it. yeah i was like i'm just i was born in a female body with female parts but i don't feel that way i've always felt like you know i was a man and so yeah. i'm actually like transitioning and taking hormones and like you know trying to look on the outside how i feel on the inside and she was kind of like yeah. oh like damn and then she was like you know just Asking me more questions like, oh, so you do you like it like when people refer to you to he, as he and stuff? And I was like, yes. And then, yeah, she was just asking me like a shit ton of questions and was like, oh, like, but if people like 
didn't know and like were referring to you as she would you get offended and i was like me personally i wouldn't like if you didn't know i would not take it personal but if you knew and you continue to basically like misgender me then yes i would get offended but i'm also not yeah. confrontational so i wouldn't i probably wouldn't say anything you just touched your like, on the back yeah and then she started laughing she's like honestly yeah, i'm saying like i'm not confrontational yeah. but yeah and i basically you know spent like a good five ten minutes like basically educating her and she was like yes. wow and she was like you know thank you so much for like you know explaining it to me she's like i probably would have never known because like if i wouldn't have asked you and i was like well you know i'm glad i can teach you a little bit of about it you know that's so wild to think that somebody straight didn't know what transgender meant well any of these she didn't really know any of these because i she like, had the pride about... one at least right like the generic rainbow i mean not really because i told her and i was like oh this is like mainly like i said like mostly like gay men use it or like queer or like the umbrella yeah, and then I had I explained that too, like uh, that it's usually queer is kind of like an umbrella term, like they don't really want to put a label on it, but like they're not like straight, you know. And then yeah. she was like, "Oh, she was like, I didn't know that," and I was like, "Yeah." And then she was telling me how she didn't say they were lesbian, but basically she has two sisters, and her sisters are married to women. But I guess they don't oh, shit, really, know. right? And I was like, "Oh shit!" But I guess they don't really like talk about it. But yeah, I mean, I guess she was. She it's told me funny. of how she's she so, like. How does she not know any of it? That's so like funny, almost. Well, and her sisters are married to women. She she told me she grew up on a Indian reservation, was just very secluded. Oh okay. Did you want to share your coming out story? Me first. Or do you have you more first? stuff? I'm trying to, like, remember, see if I have more stuff or if I talked about it all. Yeah. I think I talked about it all. I'm just, I don't know. I actually don't personally mind, like, educating other people just because I know there's just so much out there and, like, a lot of people are, like, so, I guess, oblivious because they aren't, like, Mm -hmm. taught about it so they don't really care, I guess, to do their own research neither. It's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. But but I guess if it doesn't affect them, they don't really care to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Though they should maybe care a little bit. <laughs> maybe. But, yeah. I was gonna say, just because you don't mind answering questions, listeners, that does not mean every person in the LGBTQ community that you meet in your life is gonna want to be quizzed on what everything means. <laughs> yeah, true. Because, uh, honestly, some people within our community don't know us. A lot either. Like Galeris, if you were she were to ask her what all these flags were, I don't think she would know. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's so funny. So I mean, I guess um, some stuff like I learned more through streaming and just like meeting more people and looking stuff up. I didn't know the asexual flag. I think I knew all the other ones with that. I didn't know what the non-binary flag was. I knew that there was a flag, but the bi one's the prettiest. So I'm like, why look at any other one? You know. <laughs> I like answering questions, but I think, and probably a lot of people are the same way. This is probably why, because you were saying you personally don't get offended. People don't know that you're trans and will misgender you. There are people who will get offended. And that's because, because I see so many people who are like, well, how was I supposed to know? Kind of like blaming the other person for being upset. I'm like, that's 
they probably had bad experiences. Like, don't go and talk shit about people like that. That's why I don't really like when people ask me questions sometimes because sometimes it feels like people are coming at it in, like, a hostile way. And I'm like, can you please just look it up? Like, I don't want to have to answer for you. Yeah, and that's totally fair. <laughs> and that's, when people do ask me questions, you know, because I personally don't mind. Yeah. I always do tell them that. And I was like, you know, if you do have any more questions, you know, you're welcome to ask me. And I always explain to them, I was like, you know, and I always like tell them, I'm like, you know, I appreciate you asking because I know that's a little like scary. And because I know other people might not be as open to like answering questions as I am. Yeah. And I do like always tell people that because it's true. Like I know some people that if you were to ask them, they'd be like, don't fucking ask me. Or I know people that would get super offended too. Like how you said, like, People yeah, don't know they had bad examples and yeah, stuff too. <laughs> which is, like, totally fair. And yeah. I do explain that to people. And I was like, honestly, everyone's different. Like, there's you're probably going to come across some, like, assholey, like, you know, queer yeah. people. But, you know, to be fair, they've just been through a lot. Like, they probably just haven't had the best experiences. Yeah, so don't like, get oh. butthurt if queer people don't want to answer your questions. Yeah, and to be fair, they've probably just been through hella bad shit yeah exactly and that's what google's for (laughs) (laughs) when in doubt just google it exactly but yeah so you want me to come out yeah what are y'all the l the b the g i am a ftm transgender what does that mean FTM. No, I know what that means. It's a I know people are going to <laughs> Female to male, transgender. Trans man. Yeah. It's a transgender man, but the, the short version is trans man. Um, yeah. But um, I guess I could talk about the first time I came out. Yeah. Think, it's funny how, like, you basically come out again and again. I was thinking the same thing. The first time I came out, I was like barely a teenager. The most recent time I came out was two days ago on stream. Like, yeah, it's never ending. I mean, I literally came out today to that girl because she had no oh idea. My God. It's so kind it's of frustrating. Like, I'm like, can't I just like, can't like, you just know? For, for real. Just spread the word. I'm tired of having <laughs> to say it if I want you to know. <laughs> True. But yeah, I think ooh, the first, first, first time I came out, was to my cousin. I don't remember if I shared that. But I basically no, texted. He texted. No, when I came out as a lesbian. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I mean, we basically confessed our love to each other and then started from there. <laughs> but I guess the first person I told was my cousin. He had texted me because he was at a dinner for his sister, I believe. Okay. And basically was like, hey, like, I'm bored. Like, you know, let's talk. And You're like, was... hey, bored, I'm gay. Basically. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I actually do got to tell you something. And then, um, yeah, I told him, I was like, you know, like, I'm gay. And I have a girlfriend. And he was like, wow. So, like, we have something in common. <laughs> oh, just, I thought just... he was gay as well. I was like, what? No, no, no. Like, he's into girls. Okay, that's so funny. But I was like, dude, you're dumb. And then <laughs> he basically, he's he's a jokester and he's just being goofy and was like, oh, you know, cool. And just started asking me other questions. Um, so he was the first person I ever came out to. I prefer and reactions then, like that. 
maybe because I'm not very emotional with my family. I, I, you'd probably like this. I feel like we're the opposite in this family who are like, I love you no matter what and always hug you after. I'm like, oh my God, that makes me feel so uncomfortable to imagine that. I just want them to be like, all right, cool. <laughs> That's all. We don't have a talk. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. And then I came out, I think, to my brother in his room. We were like laying in his bed and I basically told him and he was like, okay, cool. And then I came out to my sister when I had picked her up from school and we were driving home. And yeah, she was like just kind of a little butthurt that I told her so late. And she was oh, like the last that one. Oh, brother was first. Yeah, or just because of how everyone knew already. Um, well, I mean, well, your, actually, your younger sister didn't know, did she? She beat one sibling. True. But actually, <laughs> I told my mom before I told my brother, I believe. Oh, okay. Your mom um, was supportive of it, or what? Very. Nice. I actually, <laughs> I remember I did a whole Instagram post about it. Love it. I'll read it to you. Because okay. I don't remember clearly. We were talking about this before we started recording because we, we knew we were going to share stories. And I was like, it's funny because as I'm getting older, I like remember less and less of my story. I think we've <laughs> talked about this before in the podcast, like probably two years ago. I think, I think that Leah was still in the podcast when we talked about it. I think and so. I'm probably already unchanged in my story because it's been so long I don't remember as much <laughs> details. <laughs> I don't either, which is why yeah. I'm going to post read this post that I made about my mom. Yeah, and then we'll share what we remember. <laughs> yeah. In our so old said, ages. <laughs> a little over a year ago, I came out to this lovely woman. I remember she was folding laundry in her room, and I came in and laid on her bed, trying to figure out how to tell her. And this woman knows me so well she that she noticed I was being, or just thinking a lot, and she asked me what's wrong. And I just told her we had to talk about something. And so she joked and asked what I did this time. And which is like funny because like I never do nothing. Yeah, no. I, I am a sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, of course, like we just laughed about it. I was like nothing. And then she asked if I had a boyfriend, which she would always ask me, and I would always be like no. And then she would always follow up with, "Okay, do you have a girlfriend?" And I'd be like no. Um, but in this moment, she asked if I had a girlfriend, and I lost it. I started crying my eyes out because I had oh. held in this secret for so long. I suppressed the real me for as long as I can remember. I lived a double life. I was trapped and felt so unhappy. I just remember crying and saying, yes, I do. I like girls. Then my mom came to me and held me and told me not to cry and to not be ashamed. Like she, I actually do remember that moment very clearly. Like She literally stopped folding and like, she literally like stopped holding and was like, "Dude, why are you crying?" And I was like, "I don't know." Like, <laughs> I just was scared, and she was like, and she gave me a hug and was basically like, "I still love you, no matter what. Like, that's doesn't change anything. Like, you know." Yes. Um, I don't know, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, after she was like telling me all that, I cried even more. I said. I was always so scared to come out, even though I knew my mom would be supportive. 
I always kind of knew that she already knew I was gay, but I, it was more of me having to confirm it. But I guess it was just the fear of being labeled as different, being judged, being rejected. It was the uncertainty of what life would be like if I did it. But now I could tell you that it felt like the world has finally lifted off my shoulders and I no, no longer had to hide. I could be me. I could be happy. I am so happy I came out. I am proud of the person I am becoming. Since coming out, my confidence has grown and I am happier than I have ever been. So yeah, I just wanted to take some time to say thank you. Mom, you have been nothing but loving and supportive and it means the world to me to have you by my side. To have you as a mom and to just how accepting you are with who I am and how welcoming you are towards theirs. Cute! Dang, good thing you fucking documented this online. Right? I should have done that. I probably tweeted it somewhere. I don't know. It's in the abyss that is my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was basically the biggest moment was telling my mom. And then little by little, I came out to like my aunts and they were kind of like, oh shit. But oh, they, shit. All, <laughs> they all came around with time. Good. Um, then I got married and then I had moved out. And then living with Jesus and Leah. And that's kind of when I guess I was questioning my gender identity. That was like How old were you? a like long 21? time ago. I think so. Like 21. Okay. 20, yeah. I mean, I had questioned it beforehand. Like since very early on with my relationship with Blair's. Yeah. But I just kind of suppressed it because... Yeah, I just didn't. I just pressed it. Like I would always joke about, and I like liked when, you know, I like got called he, and stuff like that. But I guess I just I didn't I didn't want to accept it myself basically. Yeah. So I suppressed it until I don't know. It was just getting too much, and I had actually confessed to my mom. I think she like dropped me off or something. And I, like, was crying in her car and basically expressed, like, how unhappy I was. And, you know, I was like, oh, like, because I was, I just didn't want to accept it. And I was like, I think I'm non-binary. And she was like, what's that? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't like gender, basically. And she was like, yeah, I was very in denial. People still are non-binary. I know some people people (laughs) do the same thing where they're gay and they come out as bisexual at first because they're like, oh, maybe I am. And then they realize... But that's not to say people aren't non-binary and people aren't bisexual. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> like, I don't want to invalidate those people. It's just, I guess it was You easier. didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. And it was easier not to fully commit to say I was transgender. Yeah. But yeah, she was kind of like, oh, well, you know, that's scary. But she's like, you know, basically just reassuring me. But yeah. And then... I kind of suppressed it for longer, and I didn't really identify as non-binary. I just kind of, like, had to confess and, you know, oh, like, I don't really like the label of, like, being a female. And, yeah, it wasn't until, like, two years ago that I basically came out socially to my close friends and my family. And, yeah, they kind of started using my right pronouns and then I finally chose the name, but not until after I came out last year. 
I was like, you chose the name like last month. Come on. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I literally came out last year. Um, Isn't it weird to think that whenever we started this podcast, like you hadn't been on tea, you weren't out. We were calling you a different name. That's so weird. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if you want me to read my longest post of when I came out as trans. Read it. Because mine read are, it. my stories are going to be short as fuck. I don't remember okay. it. I didn't write any posts. <laughs> um. All right, here I go. This is really long. I remember. 25 minutes later. <laughs> but yeah, I was already out, I guess, socially. Um, I just was too scared to come out and actually like start hormones and all of that. I was just scared. All right, but here's the post. Okay. This is when you came out on Instagram or Facebook or what? On both. Okay. This is just when I came out publicly. On social media, basically. And this was around the same time you came out on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had come out to like a few close family members already beforehand, but this is basically when I came out to the world, and everyone else. Basically, I had already kind of came out to those that I talked to, like my close friends, like my two of like my really good aunts like my cousins like everyone who happened to see you at pride wearing that shirt and recognize the flag which is how i found out true um (laughs) and that yeah that was like two years before i came out like publicly i think that was three years ago that you uh that you came out three years ago exactly yeah yeah i came out a long ass time ago socially but i guess publicly like it still took me a while to finally commit let me tell them real quick what happened to that because that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Robert and I used to work with Raiden and we were going to Pride together. Like we were going with some other people, but like together too. And I was like talking about what I was going to wear. And I was like, oh, what are you going to wear? And he wouldn't answer me. And I was like, oh my God, are you going to like dress like a hoe or something? Like what? That's so unlike you. <laughs> yeah, so I, started, I started laughing and I was like, no, definitely not. <laughs> And uh, whenever we showed up to my sister's house and saw him that day, he was like wearing a shirt that says like proud to be me or something, the trans flag. And I was like, oh, so not a hoe, just trans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just too scared to say it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had, I had a wore... whisper to Robert because he didn't recognize the flag. I was like, it's a, it's a trans flag. <laughs> yeah, I had wore a hat. Sucks. I had wore a hat that was like checkered and it has, it said trans on it. And then it had like blue and pink, like the flag. Oh. And then I had I worn that shirt. Oh, yeah. I had worn a shirt, and I think it said, the only choice I've ever made is to be me or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, something like that, yeah. And now the trans flag on it. Yeah, yeah. or the trans colors. And then I also had, uh, like, socks, trans socks. You were committed. I was committed. So um, if anyone saw him that day, they would have known. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's funny because I kind of, I posted those pictures on Instagram, but I don't think anybody like knew that flag. You know what I mean? I posted ones, but I didn't want to add you. So I posted ones where your shirt was blocked and you definitely could not read your hat from far away. Yeah. And I think I wore it backwards for a lot of the pictures. That is, yeah, probably. Oh yeah. But yeah, that that was in 2019. Yeah, you're right. That was three Weird. years ago. But then I like officially came out last year. But um, here's the post. Okay. Alright, FYI, this post is going to be long, but please read if you have a moment. Um, also, continue it in the comments, because it was that long. <laughs> I love that you had a fucking disclaimer for this. I did, I was like, this is fucking long. Oh my All god. Right. 
So, for those of you who don't know, today, October 11th, is National Coming Out Day. It is an annual LGBT Awareness Day to support lesbian, gay, trans, bisexual, transgender, and other sexual and romantic identities in, quote, coming out of the closet. I've been debating on this for over three years. I know the truth and what I have to do, but it is super scary and hard. It's not even so much that I don't have any support because I know I do, but it's just so terrifying to actually admit, admit it to myself and accept myself. The way I saw it is how can anyone accept me if I haven't accepted myself? But I'm learning that if you really want it, you just gotta rip the band-aid, pull the trigger, or shoot your shot. I am learning what it truly means to live life in the moment and to the fullest. Ever since I was little, I've struggled with loving myself because when I looked in the mirror, it did not match how I felt inside. I struggled to fit into the social norms of being a girl. I disliked dresses, skirts, anything girly. I preferred jeans and a t-shirt and, quote, boys, boy toys. I longed to be a boy. I also struggled with my weight and subconsciously decided it was my weight that made me hate my body. But even after losing some weight, I still hated my body and I realized I wasn't it. I truly hated my body, I hated myself, and I didn't understand why until I got older. Coming out as lesbian definitely helped release some inner turmoil. I felt a lot more comfortable after cutting my hair really short and dressing more masculine, but I still wasn't happy. I continued to suffer silently, unsure of what was wrong. I've struggled with anxiety and depression for a long time, but this other feeling was different. I felt trapped in my own skin. I felt so alone because I felt like no one really truly knew me, the real me. It was a sort of helpless feeling. I've never told anyone this, but I think my lowest point was sometime in high school when I just stared at myself in the mirror one day and just broke. I was so frustrated. I saw a girl with beautiful long straight hair with a lavender tank top and shorts because it was a hot summer day. The problem was that, that girl in the, my reflection felt so foreign. It wasn't me. I was blessed with the curse of having a big chest. I remember that no matter what I wore, they would stick out. And that just like frustrated me. I ended up ripping the tank top I had on from a little hole in it just because like, of the frustration well, like I, I do that was like a very like big moment where I just I guess kind of lost it because I remember my shirt I was just frustrated not only with my weight but just I didn't like how I looked yeah and I remember like staring at myself very frustrated and I literally like had a little hole by my stomach and I like grabbed it and just tore it apart and like was scratching at my chest basically oh my gosh yeah Damn. I had never shared that with anybody. And then I shared it with the whole world. <laughs> and you did all this because Alaris wanted you to be a boy? <laughs> <laughs> this was before I even met her. <laughs> this was like freshman year. Really? Oh, yeah. shit. I met her in senior year. I remember that I just cried while I hit and scratched myself on my chest, wishing I could rip them off. I've always known I was different. I always knew I looked girls but what i didn't fully grasp until three years ago was gender identity 
I actually came across a video on Facebook of this guy named Aiden and his wife, and it was titled, My Girlfriend is Now My Husband, My Trans Life by Truly. It was on YouTube. Yeah, I heard his story and journey on transitioning from female to male, and it kind of just sort of hit me. It kind of clicked into pace, place, and I knew what was bothering me. The problem was, I am not a woman, I am a man. It's just that the outside, my body, doesn't match the inside and what I saw. I am a transgender man. Just in case you didn't know, transgender is when people have a gender identity or gender expression that differs from the sex that they were assigned at birth. I kept it to myself because I was scared. I was scared of the reactions I might get. I was scared to lose people. I was scared of rejection. I was scared I would be all alone. But my mom and my wife have helped me realize that I shouldn't let fear hold me back. Instead, I should embrace it. I gotta do what I gotta do for myself, for my my well-being and my happiness. Both of them have told me, you might lose people, you might not. But you have us, and that's all you need. And they couldn't be more right. It just took me a bit to realize that. Besides it being terrifying for you truly don't know how people will react, another reason I've put off coming out again is because I am the most indecisive person and I can't decide (laughs) on a name. I know to some it may be hard to grasp and understand, but all I ask is that you respect my name whenever I choose one and my pronouns, he, (laughs) him, his. I also know it will take time. It will take some getting used to. I know it won't happen overnight. I know you may slip up, but I will appreciate any effort made. I also just wanted to thank my mom, my wife, my siblings, and close friends who already know and have been super duper supportive. I can't express... Express. Express. (laughs) Sounds like an espresso. (laughs) I can't express how grateful I am for each and every one of you. I don't think you guys know slash understand how awesome it makes me feel when you say my son, my husband, my brother, or him. It literally makes me want to cry every time it is said just because it makes me feel seen and loved, which is what I've always longed for. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for supporting me. I know I am truly lucky to have you guys because not everyone can say the same. I know of some LGBTQ people whose family didn't accept them, and they just have their chosen family of close friends. I have a long journey ahead, but I know I have a team behind me to make it easier. If you read all of that, thank you. It was definitely not easy pouring my heart out to and being so vulnerable. With much love, Bran. When he was undecided on a name, <laughs> yeah, I just kind of dropped some letters from my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I love brand muffins, so it's kind of perfect, basically. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's when I came out. Um, I do remember how freaking scary it was <laughs> to post that. Like, I chickened out a few times, but my wife and my mom were like, dude, just do it. Like, you already told the people, like, you care about. And if you lose people, you lose people. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then I did it. And it's been super shocking. And you didn't lose people. I did not lose people. Which is Thank God. 
yeah, thank God. It's just surreal. Like, I've experienced nothing but love and support. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that was, those were my coming out stories. Um, I know I've actually been asked that question of like, when did you know you were trans? And it's like, definitely that moment in high school is kind of when it like really knew how serious it was. Yeah. Um, But before that, I think I just was going through other trauma that I kind of suppressed that feeling. So I can't really pinpoint another experience I had that. I guess made me realize something was different or off. You had other shit going on that you needed to focus on at the time. Yeah, I had, a, I had, a, <laughs> I had a rough childhood in a way. Yeah, I had other shit I was dealing with that it was kind of put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I like tried thinking about it, and I, I really don't know. I just, I guess the only way to explain it is I always saw myself as one of the boys, and I like. Mm-hmm never really understood why like my aunts would be like oh you know you have to wear a dress and you have to like you know be more girly and i'd be like no like and i just felt like you know foreign to and me it was I'm like more why than, like you not want to wear it you're like this literally doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah like, it, it didn't make sense in my head and i hate it like when they would like make me dress up and stuff i'm like no Yikes. like i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah that's my coming out story mine's different <laughs> <laughs> mine mine's short and sweet how i knew first off worst coming out or worst finding out is thanks to a little show i like to call shot at love with teal tequila <laughs> <laughs> some beach water mtv awful because now she's like a fucking neo-nazi but it's like the first i think the first tv show where um there is like bachelor style, you know, where there was men and women though competing to be with her because she was bi. Mm-hmm. And I was watching it and I was like really rooting for the women, like a lot. And I was like, yes, yes. And also, like, it kind of just made sense. I would always do stuff like that in the past. Like, just thinking back on like shows that I watched, which is so funny because, you know, there's so many people who are like, I don't want my kids to be exposed to like gay people and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I was watching all these straight movies and I was like, Princess Jasmine, nice. And just stuff like that. Like, they're gonna, if they're gay, they're gonna find a way. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, watching that made me realize I was, but that, I was probably 12 when that happened. And I don't think I told anyone for a while, but I kind of did this thing for a couple of years with my friends. I'd have friends spend the night all the time. I could have like multiple friends over. And we'd always be like, and I would be like, oh, my God, what's your guys' secrets? And we would just, like, say whatever <laughs> stupid shit. We'd be like, I watched porn once. And everyone would be like, oh, my God, you're so crazy. And uh, it's like, I swear, several fucking times I probably was like, oh, my God, you guys. Like, what if, I, what if I'm bi? What if I'm pansexual? And it was just like, it was so obvious that I was. Yeah, like, oh, my God. I just, oh, my God, what if I was? And they're like, okay. And I'm like, I think I am. And then I'm like. No, but like, what if I was? And I'm like, bitch, I basically already came out at that point, you know? I <laughs> just still catching the same shit. <laughs> I think that the time that I actually came out to my friends, uh, I think maybe I told Leah or maybe Leah just knew. Leah's my sister. She used to be on the podcast. I think that she fucking like pressured me into telling them or something low key. Oh, yeah. So Leah, you're a bully for that. 
I don't know. I don't really remember, like I said, in my old age of 26. This is just a memory. <laughs> but it's just a blur. <laughs> it's just a blur, honestly. All my friends were cool with it. Uh, Leah, I know, had some issues with it for a little bit. Once I had short hair at a pixie cut briefly in high school, mm-hmm. I put my hair in a little faux hawk style, and it looked dope. And Leah started crying when she saw it because she thought I looked like a lesbian. But she already knew I was bi at the time, so I don't know why she was crying about this. I don't know. That's funny, though. I think I remember you telling me that It before. was so weird. I'm like, she okay. Uh, also, her friends were all, like, fucking Mormon and shit. I remember her, I remember her friends talking about how if they were adults, they'd want to vote for Mitt Romney. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, my favorite coming out story was me coming out to my best friend in high school. We were both staying up late at night. And like I told you, we were always like, I want to know a secret. And we both had a secret. And we're like, okay, like I'll tell you my secret, but you have to tell me your secret. And just like going back and forth. And we both had the same secret. We Both of our secret was that we thought we were bi. That's so funny. it was actually so great. And this is such a fucking thing. My dad apparently used to think that I was a lesbian. And he would always get mad when I had friends over and we'd close the door, like lock the door. I never had a crush on any of my friends ever. <laughs> like a lot of my friends ended up being bi. None of us liked each other. I mean, a couple of them dated, but that's not because they spent the night at my house. You know, <laughs> it didn't help. Are though. you sure? No. <laughs> yeah, I know. It probably didn't help that we'd always call them Michelle's big lesbian sleepovers. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> but that was just funny. <laughs> But uh, it was cool. Whenever my friend and I came out to each other, we were going through Facebook, looking at girls' photos, trying to see if we had a type, and being like, "Is she want the D pretty or want to be pretty? Trying to see if we thought of them in a gay way or a straight way. That's fun. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Coming out to my mom. Mom, I know you've changed, yada, yada. I have to say that uh, before, because she actually listens to this, and she'll be like, I wouldn't do that now. And I'm like, okay. So, like, 10 years ago. There I was in line at Jack in the Box. I was on homeschool in high school, so it was probably the middle of the day. I have no idea. It's talking about one of my friends who actually came out a came out as trans later on, but at the time he like identified as a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about that friend, and my mom was like, "Oh, I was saying how they're like they're like had depression and stuff." And my mom said that they were depressed because they were gay, and I started crying and very dramatically was like, "Well, I'm bi." And then I remember, I don't remember what she said. I just remember eating my bacon and cheeseburger and it wasn't that good. It's the rest of my memory of that. I don't know why. I have shit memory. My stories suck. I should have written all this down like you. But that's, that was my mom one. My dad, I'd already lived in San Diego. I was 18. I wanted to go to Pride, the Pride Parade with one of my older sisters my we wanted to take leah who was 17 at the time leah had already like graduated high school she'd just come back from a year abroad where she was like living in germany alone so like obviously she's she's worldly for a 17 year old and uh, we wanted to go to pride my brother-in-law called my dad and told him that he didn't think it was appropriate for go to appropriate for us to go to pride because there's guys in speedos there just telling him how inappropriate it was, which is so funny because presumably a lot of these guys would be gay. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what's the good side? Maybe some of them are bi, but I mean, Still a lot of them are probably gay. 
and can do better than like two awkward teenagers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my dad called and I was like in a van store at the mall with Leah. And he was like saying how we were forbidden from going. He was like, just be honest. Like, are you a lesbian? And then, oh my God, it's just my line where I say, no, I'm bi. There's a <laughs> big coming out line. I swear to God. Yeah. And I had issues with both my parents over the years and they just say annoying things. Say, well, why do you need to tell people that you're bi? Especially like now that I'm with a guy, mm-hmm. not to get too rhymy, but since I'm bi and I'm with a guy, people are like, why? Why tell people you're bi? <laughs> <laughs> this is a Dr. Seuss book. Have you ever heard this? you're still bi, regardless if you're with a man or a woman, you're still bi. I know. Like, that's but literally the definition of being it, but okay. <laughs> that's, I mean, it's just something they don't understand, or how a lot of people don't understand, too, that it's a spectrum. Like, there's some yeah. people that, you know, they like men and women, but they like like one more than the other. But they're still bi. It's funny because I'm with Robert and we talk about like getting married someday and stuff. I still think I'm more into women than men. I feel like in my mind, it's so funny because this is definitely like, I say I say gay side. I say that jokingly. It's not half and half. Please don't think of it like that. I just think it's fun to say. But in my, in my gay side, it, I feel like it's so obvious. Like, well, duh, girls are so much better looking than men. And I'm like, oh, that's just because I'm not straight. But I think that. <laughs> True. I mean, but, that, that's, yeah. I, I think I've said it before, that's low-key hilarious. Um, yeah. Because she, I guess she is more attracted to women. And then mm-hmm. There's a few guys that are, like, exceptions. Thankfully, you made them. the cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> but basically, hers coming out came out very differently. Um, oh. Like, you just kind of summarize it. Well, because we started talking in high school. And basically, her mom, I guess, went into her phone and read our messages. <gasps> and that's how she found out. But mm. Alaris didn't know. Um, and basically, oh, her no. mom tried to send her to Mexico. <laughs> That'll turn um, her straight. Basically, get her no away from me. Mexico. Because I was the culprit, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah, and... yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, basically, it did not go well at all. And... I'm not actually, to be honest, I'm barely still finding out bits and pieces of, like, what my wife went through in the beginning of our relationship. Like, she doesn't really, just, like, here and there, I find out new things. I'm like, what the fuck? You never told me. And she's like, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, But basically, it did not go well when she, like, officially, like, finally came out. Um, Her mom, I guess, didn't talk to her. Like, she literally wouldn't go home just to, like, avoid seeing my wife. Oh. And it's crazy because prior to coming out, I guess they were pretty opposite. Like, her dad would be like, no, like, no kid of mine is going to be gay and shit like that. And then her mom would be like, oh, you know, I'm still going to love them. They're still your kid and shit like that. And then But changes when it actually happens. Yeah, and then she, like, actually, like, came out. And, yeah, her mom did not take it well. Um, she did not agree at all and her dad was in a way accepting but also like sticking by his wife and so he would like tell her you know like oh like I'm sorry but then also I guess in a way he was contradicting Um, yeah but yeah and they just their relationship got kind of strained 
and then they moved back to Mexico, and they, like, talked every day, um, and then... Oh, who moved back to Mexico? Her parents? Her parents. Okay. And, yeah, they were kind of... In a way, her parents just kind of ignored the topic. Well, Like, completely. Like, they would never ask about me or, like, how I'm doing. And she would, like, talk about me and stuff, but they never really, like... They wouldn't ask questions. Yeah, they wouldn't ask questions or, like, I guess, in a way, they never really cared. Um, And then we got married, and they just... I mean, I'm not sure, like, what my wife got told her anything she hasn't shared with me if they like ever told her anything bad or anything but um yeah basically (laughs) yeah um basically literally even when jesus and leo started dating my wife would get like so mad because just her mom was like i don't know just i guess didn't want to accept it and she would ask jesus about leah and the word Oh she would my get God, like, that's yeah, frustrating. super frustrating. She'd be like, dude, they just started dating, and you're already like talking about her. And she's like, I'm literally married, and you're like, haven't asked me about my partner. And yeah, it was, I actually can't remember how long ago, but pretty recently, like, she finally came around and was like, oh, you know, started asking about me and was like, you know, how was your partner? Like, how are they? And then we actually like held a conversation. Oh, that's and good. Then, yeah. And then I came out publicly, and I think my wife told them before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they basically like came around pretty fast for that, too, and said they accepted me. And like I actually talked to them sometimes, and we like talk about how, you know, in the future, like we're going to go visit them. And Nice. Um, so yeah, total like. 360 now but in the beginning yeah, 360 it was... means turning back to how it oh, was oh you're right i mean 180 oh <laughs> <laughs> 180 but um yeah in the beginning it was very, definitely very tough and very different from my experience mine has been like basically, you had such a good experience Holy i have shit. i am honestly blessed like i know a lot of people <laughs> i mean my own wife did not have this same experience that's how um, that's the prime example of how everyone should be yeah but I mean, most of her other family is pretty accepting. Um, the That's ones good. that like we see and visit, they were all pretty accepting for the beginning. But yeah, it was mostly her parents. But it's like literally what she wanted acceptance from the most, you know? Yeah, right. But Naturally. they they came around. It took good, I'm glad. a few years, but they came around. Yeah, at least they did eventually. Yeah. I know I had a very great experience, and I'm grateful for that, but like I've said before, I feel like I can't relate sometimes, or like I feel bad that I have such a wholesome experience. No, it's good. It is good, I'm just, I know. Everyone's just jealous. I know. Including me. <laughs> Though sorry. I don't like the whole like crying and hug thing, like I said. That makes me uncomfortable. That's I don't remember coming out to any of my siblings, weirdly. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm pretty sure that, I don't know, one of my parents probably just told them. My stories are so fucking anticlimactic compared to yours. <laughs> mine are, like, really big. <laughs> I know. Mine are, like, let me sum this up. I think I was here. I had a cheeseburger. <laughs> Shall we move on to sharing stranger stories? Yes. 
I like um, we're not even gonna have that much stories to share, which is fine because a lot of them are short. <laughs> True. Um yeah. but yeah, just to specify, we found these on the internet and we decided not to share their names just in case, you know. I know it's mm-hmm. on the internet, but just in case we don't wanna like out anybody. Yeah. We'll probably um, not say what website they're from either, but we just took them from a variety of websites searching coming out stories. Yes. Um just because coming out is in most cases or some cases it's not safe for everyone yeah it could be dangerous so we don't want to out anyone yeah okay you want to start on me i can start yeah all right this one's really short i came out as trans at work this year since i work at a middle school that included my students the morning of my announcement my hands were shaking when I walked into the classroom. I took a deep breath and explained to a room of 5th, 6th, and 7th graders how I had been born Kevin but would now be Valerie. After my talk, the kids were given the opportunity to write down any questions or comments for me. By the end of the day, I had a stack of excellent questions and some of the sweetest comments ever. One student even told me we were BFFs. From that day until the end of the year, the kids were amazing about my transition. They put concentrated effort into getting my pronouns right and saying Mrs. instead of Mr. It was the start of my social transition, and I'll never forget how helpful they were. Kids are sweet before their parents ruin them. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't lying. I'm not lying. All right, I'm going to share this short one. I also had that story, so I went and deleted it from my list. Oh, no. It's okay. I didn't come out as bisexual until I was 32 years old and married two kids. I had this fear that if my husband wasn't supportive, he'd leave me and I'd lose everything. My kids, my house, my life. It was a very heavy feeling. It was so stressful that when I sat on the couch trying to tell him, I couldn't take anymore. I hid behind the couch and started crying. I finally got the words out. He came around and sat down beside me amongst the dust bunnies. He told me it was okay. He still loved me, and I was beautiful just the way I was. It reminded me of why I married him in the first place. Okay. I read my short ones first. Okay. This one, you'll, you should recognize. If you're a A1 listener, you should recognize this name. Oh, okay. I've always known I was gay, but I didn't really accept it until I was 13, when Matthew Shepard was killed. Yeah. I don't think I ever talked about Matthew Shepard's murder, but like not explicitly, but we've definitely mentioned it. Yeah. I remember my father saying those boys went easy on him. I would have set his Fsler ass on fire. My father had never said anything like that before. The country had never dealt with anything like it before. And instead of telling him right then and there, I was a coward and agreed with him. I felt terrible. This young man was tortured and killed for being just like me. And I felt awful for celebrating his death out of fear of what my dad would say or do. Every time the news talked about him, his parents, the men who did it, I would begin crying. My mom became concerned and asked if I wanted to talk. I crumbled. She thought I was upset over how he died. And when I said, not how, why, she stiffened and asked what I meant. I told her I was gay, 
and she was in shock, I guess, said nothing and left the room. My father asked me to talk with him a few hours later, and I was prepared to get kicked out. We sat outside on the deck, and he immediately begins crying, apologizing for what he had said about gays and Matthew Shepard. He told me how he loved me so much, and his biggest fear is that someone would hurt or kill me for being gay. He said nothing would ever make him not love me, and that I should be open and honest for Matthew. 48 hours prior, he didn't care about the death of a Wyoming prairie. Now he was telling me to be proud of myself and to stand out and fight for myself in my community and to be happy with myself. My mother, who I guess was old world Polish, isn't really okay with it, nor is she against it. She doesn't really talk about it or acknowledge it. 13 years later, my father is still my biggest supporter. In a way, he got the son he always wanted. We fix cars, fish, go hunting, are fanatics about Chicago sports, and talk about women and how they drive you nuts. He's active in PFLAG, which is parents... Uh, I forgot. It's, it's basically parents of queer. Yeah. I, think it's, I don't remember what stands for either. In... Parents for lesbians and gays or something. I think so. Something like that. Or parents yeah. fighting for... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's like a... It was the older OG club for parents of queer kids, yeah, though. Basically. But yeah. He's part of that, which is something I was I never expected. It really does get better. But yeah. That, that was how he ended it. I had that story, too. No way. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, this one is longer. I came out when I was 15, around 2001-2002, so the climate was much different for LGBTQ issues at the time. But anyway, I wrote an editorial about why I thought gay people should be allowed to get married, and it was chosen to be published in the local newspaper. My parents knew I had an editorial coming up, but they didn't know what it was about. One morning, we had a snow day, and it was the day my article was published. I went downstairs. My mother started yelling at me. She was saying things like, how do I explain this opinion to my friends? What will people think? There's another girl in the town with the same name as you. Now that poor girl will have people thinking that she thinks this way. What do I tell everyone at church? Etc. Etc. Finally, she asked me why I even care. And I replied that people don't choose to be gay. So why should they have to be punished by not having the same rights as everyone else? She asked, how would you whether... How would you know whether or not people choose to be gay? Things were quite heated by now, and we were yelling, and the tensions were high, so I just shouted, because I am. Not exactly a recommended way to come out. She said I couldn't be a lesbian because I didn't dress like a boy, and that I don't know what I was talking about, and that I was going to hell. And if I was making this up for attention for my liberal aunt, I wasn't going to get it because she would hate me too, and if she ever hears me even looking at a girl around a school, there'd be trouble. I spent the better of the next few days snowed in and crying and answering increasingly asinine questions from my mother, who kept accusing me of watching gay porn and asking if I wanted to go see a therapist who could help me, aka make me straight. After the initial shitstorm died away, she just ignored my sexuality and would occasionally say something like, you're just very mature, you need an older man. It sucked. I would come home from school and my things would be at the bottom of the basement stairs in a heap or things like that. Things went downhill. This is an understatement. My best friend since I was five stopped being friends with me when I told her to. She stopped speaking to me, quite literally, actually. I'd drive her to school and she wouldn't even answer my questions. She'd just stare out the window and wring her hands. I stopped driving her to school. Another friend burned all the Christmas gifts I ever gave her. 
but I did have a couple friends and my sister who supported me. Then I went to college, and it was a state school near my house. I think I went there because my brother and sister went there, and I thought it would endear me to my parents. I tried to be out there, but I got scared when some friends from my hometown said they heard I wanted to date with a girl, and I denied it and basically became functionally asexual for the next few years. I drank a lot and made a lot of bad choices and got in some shitty situations. Then I moved to New York City for graduation school, and, and it was on my mind a lot. I finally came to terms with things after a lot of introspection and reading about how to love yourself. I forgave my parents, who had been gradually softening their stance towards gay issues over the years, and I wrote them a letter explaining exactly how negatively what they did affected me, but also that I forgave them and I just wanted to have a good relationship with them, and I wasn't holding on to any anger or resentment because I could understand that somehow they thought they were protecting me. My mom denies that any of what happened when I was 15 happened at all. She said she thinks I'm delusional because she didn't even know gay porn existed, so she couldn't accuse me of watching it, and she's always loved gay people. This is clearly a lie, but I understand that's hard for her to come to terms with what she did. She loves me now, though, and doesn't have any issues with me being gay. She asked me about girls when I'm dating, etc. When I spoke to my father after he read the letter, I started to apologize for being so blunt and possibly hurting his feelings, and he told me to stop, that I had nothing to apologize for, that he loves me and is proud of me and wants me to be happy. That means a lot. Since then, I've been out to everyone. I no longer hide who I am, and it's incredibly rewarding and freeing. And as far as what I've learned from coming out, so much. I'm so grateful for the experience because even though it was negative and it led to a lot of inner torment, it gave me a sense of strength, perseverance, and empathy that I would never have known before. I know myself, and I know what I deserve now, and I will always do my best to not be underappreciated. But this means that I will also try to see the best in others, to understand that I don't always know what someone else I don't always know what someone else is going through. To understand that everyone I meet has demons. To understand that when we love ourselves, the whole world opens up to us. To understand the power of happiness and love. Sounds trite, but it's really true. I could say so much more about this, but I'll just leave it there. Hmm. And that's my longest one. Um, someone posted this. I came out as a gay teacher in a whole school assembly in 2010. Today, for four years later, I just received this email. Wow. Hi, David. I know you probably won't remember me, but I was in year seven when you were my deputy form tutor. I was in, and I was in sixth grade, sixth form. I don't know. <laughs> it's an English thing. So, and I was in sixth form during your second stint, I think. At yeah, Wat stint. yeah, stint at Watford Grammar. I just wanted you to know how inspirational your assembly was and how much of a positive impact it had on the school. I am a heterosexual man myself, but I have always been proactive in the fight against homophobia. I know this message may seem a little pointless, but I really felt you should know that you challenged the ignorance of so many people that day. And if every gay teacher shared your courage, then the world would be a much better place. Not just for gay men, but for all of us. For that, I thank you. They may not quite have had the wherewithal to tell you so, but so many of the students had so much respect for you and for what you did. Never had we witnessed a teacher perform so honestly the act for which they were employed. The act of teaching. I will carry the memory with me for the rest of my life. Thank you. This one's less serious. 
I came out when I was 14, but it was a bit of a surprise to me as well. I'd finally accepted myself and wanted to tell my mom, but I was nervous, though I knew she would accept me. I was taking a BuzzFeed quiz to reveal my celebrity wife, and I yelled to my sister excitedly that I got Kristen Stewart, because who wouldn't be excited? My mom turned to me and asked if I was gay. I hadn't expected this at all, so I started, um, I like both, and she just smiled. I always tell my friends the story because it was so unexpected and kind of my perfect way to come out. See, that's my ideal way, too. I'm like, just smile and be like, okay, smile and wave, boys, smile and wave. <laughs> that reminds me of this this other story I have. It's pretty short, too. Story time. When I was 16, my mom and I were watching Ellen, and my mom says, oh, look, my favorite lesbian. And I said, I thought I was your favorite lesbian. And she just stared at me for a moment and said, oh, okay. <laughs> and we just continued watching. And that's how I came out to my mother. <laughs> that's so cute. I like that. I was like, yeah, that's funny. All right. This is going to be my last one. It's not even necessarily a coming out story, but I did like it. I find when people ask for a person's coming out story, they're often asking for the 10 minutes in which that person says I'm gay or whatever. While it's an important moment, the coming out story isn't the whole story. In my experience, and I imagine the experience of others, one's coming out story is much longer than 10 minutes to an hour. In my experience, that story is at least two years long. I could argue that, in fact, it's an ongoing process, even though I'm out to my friends and family, which we were literally saying earlier. Yeah. The coming out story doesn't start when you say your parents are in the living room, as people imagine. It starts when you start questioning your sexuality. However, that starts... However that starts, eventually you realize that you aren't like everyone else. You aren't straight. If you're lucky like I was, you have gay friends and or family you can confide in and who are happy to help and who are happy to help you on your journey to being comfortable with yourself. Regardless, you're gonna face a lot of challenges. You have to come to terms with certain uncomfortable facts about this part of yourself. Even if you live in a country that generally accepts non-straight people, you will face some discrimination, both overt and subtle. There are a lot of times where you're gonna feel alone and unwanted. Going through the process of coming to terms with yourself is painful. In the end, though, if you're lucky like me, it is rewarding. Eventually, you'll find people who accept you for who you are. I know it sounds cliche, but things do get better. I speak from experience. To people going through this now, don't give up. Things may seem terrible now, like they'll never improve, or you may feel alone and unwanted. Please know that this is not true. If you need someone to talk to anonymously, there are resources out there for you. To everyone. Please remember that not everyone is as lucky as I am. Suicide rates are several times higher for LGBTQ people. So are homelessness rates, especially for youth. Be a friend. Be the shoulder to cry on if you can. If you can't, direct people in crisis to appropriate professional resources. You can be the difference that saves a life. Sheesh. Sheesh. I thought that was a good, a good end for mine. Yeah. That <laughs> Topping that bud. <laughs> I don't Mine's funny. Okay, well, that would be okay then. Um, it's basically someone texting someone. It's like text bubbles. Okay. I may have just accidentally... Maybe you've seen it, because it did go... like. I've seen it before, but okay. it's funny. I may have just accidentally came out to my entire family in the worst possible way. My grandma was saying how gays are going to hell, and I didn't want to deal with this, so I started to leave. My cousin asked where I was going. They said, hell, apparently. What have I done? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I like that way. And I was funny. <laughs> and then wherever they posted it, they commented, 
the most terrifying five minutes of my life. But now that it's over, I'm kind of proud of this. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's kind of baller, dude. I was like, that's actually really funny. Right? Okay, well, that's all we have time for. Unfortunately, I have to stream in four minutes. <laughs> so we're going to be ending this. No, it's okay. I, I did not. We both thought this was going to be a shorter episode, so. I know, and it's like surprised. two hours. I know, we're like, maybe it'll be an hour. <laughs> nope. Whoops. But if any of you want to email us your own coming out stories, you can at thespookyshit.pod at gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are spookyshit underscore pod, and our website is spookyshit-pod.com. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry for the weirdly abrupt end, but yeah, your girl's fucking late. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we will talk to you all next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.